Hey guys, it's the Carmichael Show Season 3. We're doing three episodes. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about We're that all about that bass, no guys. Trouble. Welcome to the Carmichael Show After Show Season 3. I am so happy to be here with these lovely ladies. You guys want to introduce yourselves to our lovely people who are watching? Hey guys, what's up? This is Marielle Turner. You can find me on all social media at Mario underscore Turner. All right. What's up, everybody? My name is Shannon Clark. You can find me on all things social media at I am Shannon Clark. Hey guys, I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram and love Shay Butter on Snapchat because I have to. <laughs> New show, gotta keep, you know, keep the vibe going. That's right. So we have three episodes to talk about this hour. A lot. Not one. Not, a lot not to one, get guys. Into. We were doing three. Three. Because we missed last week and that was a two parter, so we're gonna do it now. Yeah. Let's get into I'm ready. it. And we're gonna talk about tonight's episode first because it is the most recent and it was titled Grandma Francis. Let's mm. do it. So, <laughs> I'm going to start off with light skin privilege. Oh. Because. We're just going to dig right into I'm that. Gonna, right I'm, into I'm going it, straight because I just thought that it was the funniest thing hearing the tension between Grandma Frances and Cynthia is because she wasn't light skinned. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, I did not see that coming really. I know they kind of go there with the show, but I didn't really see it coming and that was the thing that caused her to be like a monster in law. Right. Um <laughs> It's and, interesting to see yeah. the dynamic on like why they haven't gotten along this whole time. Cause I never knew. I mean however, this raised a lot of tension mm-hmm. amongst are brown and, and <laughs> light skinned girls, and it's amazing that our panel is like you know brown and light. You know, yeah, yeah. But, so, I mean, how do you guys feel about that? I mean, does light skin mean pretty? Does that automatically equal pretty? I think because people have that misconception <laughs> now. I think growing up, especially growing up in the '90s, black neighborhoods, black communities, growing up, right, being lighter meant you're prettier. It was almost the same thing as if you were a white, that mean that meant you're prettier. Absolutely. It was like buying the Barbie doll. Right. And you wanted the Barbie doll because she was pretty and that you had to be that kind of pretty until they came out with obviously the black Barbie Christmas doll, which I still have in its original packaging. Right. Not gonna right. show but I still have it. It's in in its an original packaging. Right. right. It's it's almost the same thing like it's like good is good hair, like black hair good versus hair. good hair right. and what is good hair? What is mm-hmm. it? I think it's definitely something that is pushed in the black community, you know, that stems, of course, from white supremacy and slavery mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. of these, like, heavy topics um, that kind of... And I think it was important to kind of show her character and to show the grandmother right. really having those ideals because it is very realistic, right. you know, in our community. It's a very valid conversation, I mean, because we have that, you know, against ourselves, you know, it's almost that that self-hate, you know, but I'm better than you, you know, and, and what dark skinned girl has not heard you pretty for a black girl I mean (laughs) yeah I think we could say at least that's happened at least once we've heard it once at least once is too many but that is too many times that is true right because like especially you see Cynthia and Maxine's relationship but you you don't really understand why she doesn't like Maxine because she kind of like she comes from a rich family. Mm-hmm. She got money. She's smart. She's smart. She got her degree. Driven all mm-hmm. that. All that. And you're like just like why wouldn't? But it also could stem for the fact that my husband's mother didn't like me because I'm I wasn't light skinned. Now you're light skinned dating my son. So that self hatred is like it's like a circle. It's like a it's like I'm like the circle of angry. Yeah, like right. a cycle. The cycle right. of angry. Right. Did anybody catch at the end how she said uh, you know? When he brought up the topic, you know, Bobby brought up the whole topic of, you know, do you really not like my mother because she's dark skinned? And if don't quote me on this, but I think she says, I was just trying to look out for you. Mm-hmm. You yes. remember when you remember when Grandma said that, and that that resonated within me because I feel like it's not that she didn't like Cynthia because she's dark skinned. It's just she understands how difficult it is to be a brown person in America. You know, it's been in also take into consideration the setting, you know, they're in the deep south. Right. <laughs> Where are they? South you Carolina, know, North Carolina. In, in South Carolina. So you know, you know, Jim Crow's and all that was deep, you know, and you know, during her time, she grew up when that was all prevalent, you know, 
brown paper bag. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Are you darker than this or lighter than this? Mm-hmm. And so, I think it's important to know that she just, it's not that she didn't like, you know, that not that she doesn't like Cynthia, but she figures the lighter my, 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 my son's children, my grandchildren are, maybe the easier life. Time they will have. Especially, yeah. that's a very generational yeah. In opinion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like when we, especially when we go when we go to when we talk about episode two, I definitely want to bring that up. There's a very generational period in mindset. Yes. And that mindset is like you get to see you know how the like how the parents see it a situation, but in your mind it's like kinda of we're in two thousand seventeen. Right. We're in twenty seventeen. Yeah. So and then it's, you know, it's a very generation like we we have to remind like this is not the forties anymore. And they're gonna but they're mm-hmm. gonna forever be stuck in that in that and, in their yeah. ways, period. Mm-hmm. It's, it's impossible, but, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, this this episode, to me, was lighter. It was. Than, it was. Than oh, way. Which is odd, because, you know, with the death, you would think, it's going to be more heavy, heavy right? But this was actually the <laughs> yeah. lightest episode we've had the lightest, because they came out well, leave it to Bobby. blazing. Leave it to Bobby to bring the humor. <laughs> in in that little pink, always. light pink... <laughs> just all light pink. I think, a, I think maybe the, it's, it's supposed to be for levity too. At the same time, like his outfit yeah. choice is for the levity of the show, right? Mm-hmm. But dude, come on. Nah. <laughs> Let's talk about um, grandma losing grandma versus losing mama. Okay, uh, I, I, okay. Let I, me know your thoughts, and then I'm gonna drive something home on this. I'm not gonna okay. say grandma as much. It's like I, I was very close growing up to my grandfather, and I had a very close relationship to him than I did my mom. So I, it was harder for me losing him than now that I'm older a little bit. If I lost my mom, if that makes any sense, right? I mean, how do you feel about that? At least in my experience, for me, it kind of was similar to the show, where it's like mm-hmm. especially with me and my mom or me and my dad is like we're super duper close and the grandparents are a little bit more removed so I kind of related to that a little bit um and just the heaviness of maybe losing a mother Mm -hmm. versus losing a grandmother when you are you know like Bobby and you may not have that same kind of relationship so right I I can see it I I get that for me, that was the only thing in this entire episode that I disagree with really? seriously? why? here's the thing my opinion and obviously I'm speaking from my personal experience mm-hmm. and my and my family dynamic, right? But big mama, grandma in the black family. That is so that's, that's what we call my grandmother. So instrumental. You know that what I mean? True. Most of the time, big mama is raising, doing the raising, while mm-hmm. mom is out, you know, supporting the family, working because she's a single, you know, parent, perhaps, or she just gotta pay the bills. You know what I mean? In my house, Grandma was everything, you know, and I recently just lost my grandmother last year. So Me too. You know, sorry to hear that. Yeah. And so uh you don't want to lose anybody, but when he said it was easier losing grandma than it was mom, I just it crushed me on the inside. I I just couldn't disagree wow. more, but mama is mama now. Now mama versus daddy they did bring that up. <laughs> they did bring that up because yeah, Bobby's like daddy, daddy if you if you if you want to kill yourself I'm going to support you with that, Pops. So I was like, but if it was moms, I can't do it. I can't I do can't it. Pull that plug. I can't I can't. And I was like, well, damn. Mm-hmm. Nope. Not I, on my Personally, it's just, it's just <laughs> I wouldn't want to lose anybody. If, right. if that was a choice and right. I didn't have to lose anybody, I'm choosing that one. <laughs> However, I hope you I like don't put them in like seriously. I don't I don't want the choices in front I can't of me. Make no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No, but that was funny. It's like, Dad, now, if you want to kill yourself, eh, I'm here for you. Yeah, but it also depends if you're a daddy's girl or not, too. Right. Right. Because there's Family a difference dynamic. between, like, if you're the if you're the son to your dad versus if you're the daughter to your dad. Because mm-hmm. certain relationships with dads and daughters, they're a lot closer sometimes even the moms are with their daughters. Yeah. Yes, I've yes, definitely yes. seen her relationships between daughters and mamas where they're yeah. constantly being there. But, yeah, like, you know, especially yeah. when they become adults. Or they like she's a teenager and she's a mom. Like you know that that tension can yeah. definitely be there. So I think it. I don't know. It's Let's, definitely a toss up. Depends on the family. It is, it is. Mm-hmm. in my house. But <laughs> <laughs> in my house, you know what I mean. In my house, Mama is supreme. The thing about this episode <laughs> that was actually shocking for me is right. that they really did let her kill, like kill herself at the end. I yeah. thought for sure somebody's gonna step in and something right. was gonna happen. I was. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't in denial. I just figured, like, you can't just keep bringing this up, like, hitting it over the head with a nail, hammer with a right. nail, and just, like, not gonna do it. 
Because mm. it's also, the, I think it's the fact that somebody actually might be going through that type of situation now where that parent is going through Alzheimer's, Parkinson's disease, like right. anything very that heavy. Right. right. Not to say assisted suicide is all good and everything. Everybody's situation is very different and everybody has to do what's best for them. Right. If let's say okay, so just from you, if you're if you're a grandparent or someone you know is going through that, mm-hmm. how would you like? How would you be feeling? Would you want to help them? I don't want to see anybody suffer. I've done it before. I never want to do it again. Mm-hmm. So, I I get that part of it. You know what I mean? Like, but also, you know, we, they also brought up the religious aspect of it. Are we in control, or should we be in control on and oh, on, when, on when and how? we go you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I, I'm torn but I don't want anybody suffering <laughs> I really don't I promise I mean I can in a way I can relate because I actually had a grandfather that had Alzheimer's so I wow. can I've seen that progression of you know being able to remember everything to remember to remember nothing right. but at least for me personally I just feel like I couldn't be in a place to kind of be there and be like all right you know granddaddy if if you're ready, I'm ready. Like I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I could see myself doing that. But so. you, so you wouldn't want to be there. I think I would probably be like, okay, what can we do? Mm-hmm. What, where can we take you just to, to like work right to ease this? To like yeah, talk it through. Do that. we need some therapy? Do we need like some kind of specialist? Just something to kind of like intervene so it doesn't have to get to that point. But I do understand where if somebody has an illness like that, why they would want to make that decision, right? I get that. Yeah. I, I totally get it, too. I feel like, not to say if I end up with Alzheimer's, I'm going to do it, but I personally would rather go out on my own terms than completely forget myself and my family. Right. Yeah. Can I just go peaceful in my sleep? That's right. what I'm saying, man. <laughs> no, seriously. I, I think just, that's like... I just want to like, 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 99.9% <laughs> of the time we're not going right. like that. I'm looking we're for, like... But it sounds good. It sounds amazing just to, like, in go in your sleep and, like, right. you, you <laughs> go to sleep, you don't wake you up, and you're like, good. Oh. God, yeah, how you feeling today? <laughs> I came to see you. I'm here. You called me home. <laughs> right. Like, That's hilarious. Yeah, that, that would be my preference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All day. <laughs> great episode, though. I laughed It a was lot. an amazing I episode. I laughed a lot yes. as compared to one and two. And it was interesting because, mm-hmm. we, like, we saw all the guys, but we didn't see... The any, other of the ladies. any of the ladies we, we didn't see Nakisha we didn't see Cynthia we... or Maxine and it was interesting because I thought maybe the episode might be lacking a little without them there or you know just not kind of the same and it wasn't the same but it wasn't any less you know it was right. still just as funny as it always is it was still just as engaging so Very it was an interesting so. take not having the ladies on the show definitely interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. when are we gonna see it flipped I want. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I want to see a flip. I want to see it when it's just. Oh, I want to see Nakisha. I want to see them get locked up. No, I, I don't. Locked I'm, up. I, like, Maxine like, could not survive. Wait, no. <laughs> let me. Oh, wait. Like, like no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. I want to see them like get arrested. So they're in the jail cell. Like Nakisha. Like together, Nakisha, Cynthia, and Maxine. I want to see how that dynamic. Oh Lord. Would just oh, like I'm with Nakisha all day. We, yeah. <laughs> Nakisha would probably be good. Yes. They need her, and that. Dynamic. I think even mm-hmm. Cynthia would be good. But uh, actually, maybe. But I have a feeling. I don't know why. I think Maxine might surprise some people though. Maybe she would she, surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got her moments though, you know. No, she got her moments where she comes. She's through. a little fearless. Sure, she can be sometimes. Yeah. She may not realize. I feel like she wouldn't realize. Like she's a. Yeah. I feel like she'd be like, I can handle this, and then she'd get thrown in there and be like, whoa. But that would be interesting, though, to see them, like, in a space that they can't get out of, so it, mm-hmm. it forces them. To, like, I, I want to see, like, Cynthia and Maxine just connect. Like, I just, they I feel haven't. like, first of all, also, I just, I also realized, because season two, ending of season two, they got engaged. No, mm-hmm. maybe not ring yet, but we're engaged and we haven't talked about it yet. So I wanna, I wanna right. hear what's where happening. Wedding bells. Right. We got yeah. a date set. Where are we with well, that? Well, are we? Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Very valid. It might be one of those things where it's like we're engaged, but the actual marriage part is gonna be further right down the road. How often does that happen? People have been engaged for years in real life, <laughs> and they haven't set a date yet. So yeah, it's common. So I mean, it'll be interesting to see over the course of the season. Yeah, yeah, if it if it comes up, if they if if it's even on. Yeah, right. Because at this point, we don't know. That is true. And now we're gonna get into episode two. Support the troops. You got it. So (sighs) we're gonna talk about Kevin Wilson real quick. Oh wait, I want. 
I take it back. I want to talk about Joe's belief because that mm. opening yeah. of his belief that <laughs> being a soldier, right. being in the Army, Marines, Navy, what have you, right. you are better than the average civilian. Mm. Like, no matter how bad you truly are. You know what's scary? It's a lot of Americans that think like Joe. That is yes. the scariest, too. Yeah. Yes. It's that just that scary. That, that's real life for a lot of people. And I mean, and this, I have to really disagree with him in that just because you serve, that doesn't really, if you're bringing, like, bringing all of this, like, negativity, not to care of your kids, not to care of your dog, baby mama, all this stuff, I don't think joining the army can really, you know, make that disappear. It's still right. going to affect you. Well, you, you take but... all of those insecurities with you. Mm-hmm. You take your, that, that broken childhood. You take your anger problem. You take your... And you know what I mean? Like you take all of these short tempered issues and then you just give yourself a gun now and some military training. And I think, does that make you a better person? Yeah. It might make you more. No, it might make you more. It might. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'll no, no, continue. It might no, make you a better person. It can. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad was a soldier, so it could make you a better person. Those experiences, life changing. First and foremost, utmost respect to, you know, the armed yeah. forces, everyone who serves, um, you know, but there are times when it makes you, you know, not the greatest person. Yeah, because we have to admit there are not some great people in the army yeah. that, that who serve. Absolutely. And that was um, Gerard's big deal when right. meeting Kevin Wilson, who was a character that beat the beat of his brother, right. mm-hmm. who also got his friend pregnant and doesn't take, doesn't, doesn't take care of his kids. Still, right. And still, like, refusing to acknowledge that as well. Mm-hmm. So, in that sense, I'm kind of with Gerard, where I'm just like, I'm not, first of all, I'm not thanking you for your service. One, because you just got a boot camp. What you serve? Right. <laughs> what have you done? Yeah. Secondly. You, you ain't even been deployed yet. But you got to be, he, he did it right. He was like, you better say thank you for your service. Okay. Thank you for your service. You arrogant, deadbeat. <laughs> dead. <laughs> right. I was I like, died. yes. So like, funny. Tell him how you really feel. Because, I mean, I, I want to be like, I said it. I also <laughs> added some stuff. <laughs> I just said I added things, okay? Things are added. My question on this was, you know, I agree with Gerard on a lot of things. Almost mm-hmm. everything this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Almost everything. You know, my question is, is that, you know, to you guys, does that make him less American, less patriotic that he wasn't waltzing around with the flag or, you know, first in line to, you know, enlist himself in the army. Like, cause some people feel, may feel that that makes him less American, that he's not, you know, right. He doesn't have Joe's opinion on, you know, soldiers. You but know? the great thing about having parents is that we are also not our parents. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. And, I think when you have kids, you have to realize that they're going to have their own opinions. They're going to have their mm-hmm. own decisions that they want to make. And, like, I mean, we see at the end of the episode, he doesn't want his son to go to the army. Like, right. So, which is like, right. which is, which is like, it's like 360, right? real quick, Joe. Right. Um, it's just, so, just, just, yeah. If it's but, other people's kids, yeah, when it's cool. other people's kids, but happens. if it's your kid, every day he has an issue. Okay. And me yeah. personally, I, I have, I have friends. And people that I care about who are serving this country right now, and I mm-hmm. so appreciate everything they're doing. Right. However, I have issues with authority half the time. You can't just yell at me because I'm gonna <laughs> yell back. So you just wouldn't do well in the whole boot camp. Thing, I, I right? would. I would do well because like you would yell at me, and I would just do. I would just go above and beyond, just like and prove you wrong. Right. Like I'm the type of person. Like I have to go above and beyond you real quick just to prove right. to you that I can mm-hmm. do right. it. Mm-hmm. But that's also making me also bad for it because I'm just like I'm not gonna I don't want to I don't feel like I should do it just to prove a point I'm you, good in myself and how I am yeah. on American soil. Okay? You would do fine, <laughs> right. but it ain't for everybody. It right. is not. It is not point, for me. It is not something period. that is for everybody, and it's we not. also as Americans should realize right. that this is not the '60s and '50s where we get we have to get drafted, right? right. And right. it's True. it is mandatory. Yeah. And I don't think it makes you any less patriotic, you know, to have the stance that he had, mm-hmm. where you Absolutely. know. Every, not everything isn't for everybody, like we're saying. So if you support the troops, but you don't support a particular troop, mm-hmm. because he has Debbie Daddy tendencies, that's okay. I think you are well within your rights to not do that, you know, Absolutely. and still be considered an American and still be considered patriotic for sure. I think the take home for me in this episode, and I agree with you 100%, I think the take home for me in this episode was that I think Gerard was trying to make the point that, yes, we are a very powerful nation 
that's not doubted at all, right? However, amongst us, there's so many injustices that exist and that need to be addressed. Like, they're urgent matters amongst us, you know? And uh, I just think it's important that we don't turn a blind eye to that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, because slow down for a minute. Yeah, we want to you know, help the world, save the world, you know, and we, we're American, we're great, we're a great nation, we can do it, but we've got a lot of stuff amongst us. That we need to work on. That needs correcting. And especially um, when Cynthia was saying how he got suspended or timed out because he didn't want to say Pledge of Allegiance. I'm like, you're first of all, you're six, and you have a very adult mentality for six to not want to be saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Right. I don't think like if I was that, when I was that age, I even thought that I didn't have, no. I didn't, there was I no know, need for me to say it. I didn't. <laughs> I just was like. It was just like something, like something you were like, it was like mandatory you had to do. Yeah, a bit. Like, you I'm did it. Just, yeah. Like you, I, I didn't give it any thought until I got older, mm-hmm. honestly. That, I definitely wasn't thinking about that at six. Because you're just like, why am I pledging myself to America like in like in a child's like you're, you're six and you're just like, why should I pledge my allegiance? Right. You know, I really... One thing that I did find interesting about this episode was that um, Joe's support was so much based on not really knowing the facts of the situation in the Middle East. And I think that is very common. That is so very common. common. Very but it's common. also super funny. It is. Like, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, this, and this is why it was funny. Do you know who we are at war with? Um, <laughs> Afghanistan, yeah. Pakistan, Eurasia, like all, all the fans, all the fans, Bobby throwing this stuff. I'm just like, and they're like Maxine and Gerard's face are just like. And I, well, how um, common is that? That we so as Americans, we don't even know half of what's going on, so and common. we don't know who we're at war with half the time. We're mm-hmm. so uninformed. And you can just say, "I don't know." Seriously, three, <laughs> you can say the three words. That's okay. It is a great answer because I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> okay. a great answer. It is when okay. Cynthia was talking about Aleppo, and she was like, "Yeah, we got to wipe it off the map." And you know, it was just clear that. <laughs> They just didn't know the background of what was happening, was and I, yeah, I thought it was hilarious and very realistic because very, very real. I think most people really don't don't know. It's like either I support it or I don't, based off of what I think it is and not really what it is. And it was funny her whole flip to Kevin when she found out that she was in the army. That I think that pretzel was a sacrifice. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that was so everything. Funny. Oh my gosh! Like you that should be worshipped. <laughs> and I'm right. Who cares if back paying child support? Let me ask you a question. So if you if that was you and you're Bobby or Gerard or you're Cynthia and you just found out this guy, you know you know the facts. He's a deadbeat dad, right. but he just joined the army. Would you thank him for his service knowing all the bad stuff he did before he happened to have joined the army? I would thank him for his service because his service has nothing directly to do with his personal <laughs> life. Okay. I agree. I think that's as correct as I'm going to get. Now, <laughs> I will still have my personal opinions about him as a man or mm-hmm. not <laughs> in, his, in his case. <laughs> but of course, certainly I would thank him for because he's doing something that I obviously am not willing to do. <laughs> right. No, don't give me no, M- no M16. <laughs> no hand grenades. Like, thank you. No, but like, yeah. aren't you like halfway worried? Like if like, have you seen Red Dawn? No. You've never, okay, neither version. So there's neither. the Patrick Swayze version, and then there's the Chris Hemsworth version. Mm-hmm. So it's basically where North Korea, they infiltrate America, mm-hmm. and they take certain cities, and slowly over America, they take it and put, like, people in camps, hostage everybody, mm-hmm. put them in jumpsuits, and it's basically taking over. Mm. And stuff where they have these renegades called the Wolves, because that's the town they're living in right now. And, like, their team's the Wolves. And okay. they're kind of renegade. They're trying to be like... We're going to take back. We're not going to let you take our America. We're not going to let you take our town. Mm-hmm. We're going to fight for it. So in that, like, that's what I mean. Like, some people are built for it. And some circumstances lead them to having to fight for it. Fight for it. Yeah, yeah I agree. And to, add, to answer your question, um, I would definitely still thank that person for their service, you know, because like you were saying, that's nothing I would do. It's very heroic. It's very brave. It and it has really nothing to do with you all the mess of stuff you're doing outside of that. So I can definitely thank you for what you're doing right now. However, I'm not going to take it to the extreme of Joe, like, oh my God, you're God's gift. And I'm not going to keep your dog. But can yeah, we, can I'm we, not keeping your dog. Can we mention no. the fact that he was like, 
the Trump poster is halfway just a reminder of like Bill Bush, like bu- like bi- Bushes, like back in the day DMV style in mm-hmm. a, an army thing right now. But he was like, I voted for this man. Even I know he's crazy. So, <laughs> oh Lord, we, like that that was actually I was, I was gonna say that was actually fascinating for Joe to be like. I might have voted for him, but I also know he's crazy. Right. Yeah. Him being a Trump supporter is just like, that's wild. It's interesting. <laughs> it is. It's very but it doesn't take. surprise me because it's Joe, though. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's like out there. You know, it's like just when I think we on the same page, he says He's like, no, mm-hmm. like, I'm going I'm to surprise you some more. <laughs> no. You thought you Joe, thought I was all our tricks. I'm not. Here. Right. Five seconds ago. It definitely now, it fits, surprise me. It it fits, fits his character. It does. It fits him. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not surprised he voted for Trump. Yeah, but I'm yeah. sorry. That dog was so cute, but even I'm not keeping your dog. He was cute, but he was big. No. It's a, it, I love Go to Retreat. I think they're so gorgeous. I think they're yeah. fascinating creatures. They're just gorgeous. But yeah. I'm with Cynthia. First of all, why do dogs always got to watch when you when you having sex? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm just like, I feel like that's See? like a recurring thing that happens, apparently, like when dogs are living with apparently. you. Apparently. Apparently. Um, but I just feel like you should set some boundaries, you know, just... So close the door. I'm speaking speaking for a friend. (laughs) I know a friend that has a dog, and they said that their dog is in the room when. Mm -mm. Nope. Close the door. But it's a dog. So you boundaries, like I said, boundaries with an animal. Yeah, yeah. Y'all think they'd be knowing, huh? Hell, I mean, dogs go to heaven. They know some stuff, okay? Right? Just seeing Beethoven. Even whether they know or not, it's like I don't really need you in this space. Secret life of pets. Let's go with that one. Let's go with pets. They having whole conversations. Oh yeah, it's almost like baby geniuses. Like the little secret conversations they be having. We don't know what they be saying, but they be having conversations. Well, maybe I. I should put that dog. Maybe I should tell my friend <laughs> to put that dog in the, in the hallway <laughs> where it belongs, or in the living room, yes. and then run to your room and close the door real quick. Because right. they like right behind you. Like, where are you going? Yeah. I'm leaving you out here so I can have sex. Right. Personal space. Here. Personal space. Even with your dogs and your beloved pets. Got the personal space. Really know, I know. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of sex, I'm gonna segue. Okay, let's do We're it. We're gonna segue into. Episode one. Can I take yes, a, man, a yes. deep breath before we go? <laughs> that was a heavy that, episode. It's a very he- heavy episode. I'm not going to even start with a very heavy heavy topic yet. I'm going to start with the brother dynamic, which we talked about a little bit outside, because it's very right. interesting. Right. The fact that Gerard is the baby. Right. Yeah, he's tre- like, they treat him like he's the oldest and Bobby's the oldest, but he's yeah. basically the kid. Gerard is the little big brother. He's obviously has a better job than mm-hmm. Bobby. He has his own place. He has his own place. More mature. <laughs> he's out, so he's out the house. He's more mature. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that's an interesting dynamic in every family. It's very common. Um, I'm a little big sister. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, uh, I get it. It doesn't make Bobby any worse. It just makes him special. <laughs> and, special. Um, the word is special. <laughs> right there. It just makes him, you know... Tinder. I'm gonna sip some water. Okay. Yeah, I think that is makes a, some Tinder. An interesting <laughs> dynamic on Tinder. Tinder. Hey, he. he I wouldn't be surprised. He's a Tinder on Tinder, <laughs> right? Um, and I also wonder like how much Joe and Cynthia played into that dynamic. Well, they, no, because like she said, she's like tell. Bobby. I, t- I mean Gerard. I told you not to be so honest with Bobby. He's not strong enough. Right, mm-hmm. Bobby, you beautiful. Right. Firstborn. That's my best Loretta Divine. Right, they probably uh, like, babied him. Firstborn. They were obviously a little older when they had him. Mm-hmm. They babied him. You know, you know, Loretta, you know, or Cynthia, she picked him up every time he fell. Like, it gives me that. Like, that's yeah. why he still lives with them now and he's divorced. And his, I'm, I'm not. Wait, too... I think, no, I think that he's actually currently out the house. If I, if my status is of the episodes are correct, he's living with Nikisha again. Oh. Uh, Hot mess. Right. <laughs> I, I love Nikisha. I love Nikisha. Her. her kid. I hilarious. Her. I, my favorite Nikisha moment is still going to be episode uh, episode two, the protest where she came in with that TV. Oh, right? yeah. She's, she's, like, she's like, happy birthday. <laughs> she's like, happy birthday. <laughs> they made, oh, that was hilarious. And I'm she was like, just like, that was funny. I stole it from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> yeah, and she was sincere about it. She, she was, was so sincere. Yes, like, ever. You, you so never funny. have to worry about Nikisha because she's always going to keep it 100%. She, That's the best part about that character. Mm-hmm. Bobby needs Nikisha. I think so too. I think they need to rekindle. She, they do like, they need to get she, back together. She a ride or die. 
She is. Yeah. Like, if she still comes around the family, like, they still treat her like she's a part it's of the like, family. It's like, who is he going to get with now? You know, exactly. like, you get with a new person, and then they going to be mad because your old person still it's coming still around. It's still there. It's a family the, You dinners. know what I mean? It's, that's going to always cause problems. Then Nikisha ain't going nowhere. She, I mean, in the middle of the night, she's in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> right. You, know, you might catch a stray. <laughs> I love that episode too. Oh my god, that was lovely. What yeah. oh, I did it spark something in you. I saw it. <laughs> you did. So she said, it. I was like, that's episode six of season one. Right. Yeah. Was, that was the best. Like the gun episode was literally it awesome. Was good. Was good. It was good. It was good. Um, okay, was but good. now we have to get on the fact that Bobby started has started dating right yes, since the divorce he's, mm-hmm. he's so he's branching out yes. Yes. and you know him. Gerard made an interesting comment the fact that you know the fact that you know Bobby's dating that means if me and Maxine break up I'm, I'm gonna do all I'm gonna do alright <laughs> and which is such a guy thing to say right I know cause he's like I'm a little bit better than him out right. here in this dating world I'm so I'll be okay yeah, I'll be like, alright it's a comparison like I mean come <laughs> I'd on I'd be like yeah Bobby. I'm like you still ain't put a ring on his finger, so like I'm still like if I go out, I'm still gonna be. I'd have been like I don't like I just I feel I feel like it's female. Like you could have came back with some, but right. she's yeah. Maxine, so you know she let it slide. Yeah, yeah, that's not really her thing. She let no. she she let more stuff slide. She's not combative. Yeah, she's all. not she's confrontational. Not, no. and, well, wait, we'll get well, there. Actually, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get there. Actually, she got back with them in this in this episode. Yeah, so yeah, like we're gonna reach that. We're gonna reach that. She believes. Right. She stood up for herself. Let's talk about rape, Sarah, real quick. So the hashtag was. It happened to me, right? Which got over a hundred thousand posts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with various rape stories from girls, probably all over the country, right? And so, basically, the story is: Sarah was at a par- party. She met some guy named Mark Henderson, and they went to his house. They started to make out. She said, "I'm not having sex with you." And before you knew it, before she knew it, sex had occurred, right? Mm-hmm. But go back, and you said that she wanted to make out, mm-hmm. right? They, yes, no, they, they, she said they started to make out. Yeah, but and she, she wanted. She, she, and she, yeah. and she, she wanted, wanted to make to. out. Right. Let's, but she told him that, sec, like, I won't be having sex with you. Right. Right. Okay. So, and that's where we end up with what is consent and what is co- not consent. Because Joe's like, what's the one where they... Where you get knocked do, out. Where they take you to the alley and they force <laughs> right. themselves on you. That's yeah. rape. Right. That's what I was thinking you were talking about. Like, there's all that generational right. thing right there. That generation, mm-hmm. it was Very so much. cool to see that old school perspective on what rape was you know mm-hmm. because back in the day it's like okay we you in my bed at this time like we kind of know what's going on here right like, you know it's no such thing you're as, kissing on me yeah like, like you know what it is it's like no that's that was rape. like rape is the in that day the idea of rape was the stranger in the alley right who yeah. knocks you out not like you know i don't even think obviously i know for a fact date rape wasn't, wasn't a term a thing. Mm-hmm. that wasn't a thing that was introduced until like our it's generation 70s 80s it's, 90s yeah definitely. right well, mm-hmm. right a little before us and it is a such thing as somebody who you are even in a relationship with courting mm-hmm. or no or raping. even married to it's scary yeah um i think that was really interesting to see that and see the generational difference. Right. And it also brings up the question, even within our own generation, or, you know, Maxine's generation, she kind of brought this up, where it's like, even for us and Bobby questioning whether he was like a raper or not, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people of our generation do kind of don't know where that line is drawn mm-hmm. or like where is the consent line. In this time. Right. And it's, it's, it's like, so Bobby, so Bobby, yeah, Bobby went on a date and he's, so by Maxine's standard, he has to think, okay, so this girl I date with, we were drunk, but I didn't get a verbal yes, so does that mean I raped her? Mm-hmm. And that, it's an interesting question. Like you're saying, what what technically is rape in our day and age now? And also, what isn't is not consent? Because I feel like we really need to start mm-hmm. educating men right. on what it is and what is not consent. Right. I agree. So we, when you say in our day, you mean in the day of, of, of the, sex everywhere. Of sex everywhere. Us, of us dressing like... You know, exposing our bodies as yeah. women. Um, in the Ambrose slut walk generation, is that what we're considering? That's what we're <laughs> I think so. I just, I, just, I just want to take I just want to take everything into consideration before we jump on that because here's okay. the thing. Because w- what you got to understand from both sides, what are we? You know, this is sex is everywhere. Yeah, in our true. generation, mm-hmm. so it's easy for some people to get confused. Um, true on what you want and don't want. So, which brings us to your question of consent. What is and what, what is, is not consent? Obviously, consent is me agreeing to participate in whatever, you know, I, I am okay with this. You know, mm-hmm. I do want to have sex right now. You know, now is consent, does it have to be verbal? Yes or no? Does it have to be yes? 
It's, uh, it's I don't think so. I think it's complicated, and I think um, in the moment for a lot of people, it's very rarely a verbal yes. You know, right. it's very yeah. much a physical yes. Right. Um, and a I think physical yes. But you don't like just because a, a real yes. Yeah. However, because Sarah was giving a physical yeah, yes by making right, out. Right. Um. However, I think, and this is where the, yeah. But like, then when she said she right. did not want to have absolutely no, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. You know? When you hear those words, no, absolutely, and it's, I, it's, it's over. It's yeah, done. and I also think it's important to like you know teach men, especially if a girl is drunk or really you know just be give safe. Them, just yeah, don't even give go them there. A, give them a healthy right. respect. Give yes. them the respect. Give them a healthy respect for what a woman mm-hmm. can, what it is, what it is consenting, what is not consenting when there is alcohol involved, right. especially right. because yes. that is definitely a difference. I don't even know yeah. why. You know, men and or women yeah. push the issue after li- liquor has been involved. I yeah, mean, like, you know this mm-hmm. person is impaired. You yourself, if you guys were at the same place, are equally likely impaired. Mm-hmm. Just can we just go to cuddle? sleep? Yeah, <laughs> just go take a <laughs> just, take a drunk nap. <laughs> wait till you sober up. Hold me. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read something that I wrote down because it, it was on the website. Well, what consent does not look like? So right. that mm-hmm. so we have a basic understanding of what it. What it, what you shouldn't do and right. what what isn't consent. So okay. what isn't consent is refusing to acknowledge or know, assuming that wearing certain clothes, flirting, or kissing isn't uh, an invitation for anything more. Someone being incapacitated because of drugs or alcohol, pressuring sexual activity, so basically forcing the same thing, rape, and assuming you have permission to engage in sexual activity if you've had a pre like pre past you've done like it in the past, past right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. right. That's good. Yeah, I agree, I, yeah that. I agree with that list. That's 100%. Mm-hmm. I think people just just be extra careful, you know, in the moment. Like, I have an older brother. He's right. two years older than me. Um, and I remember growing up, like, my mom did always just teach him, just be extra careful. Like, you don't ever want to... You can never get too much consent, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you always want to make sure that everything that you're doing, you're not pressuring her, you're mm-hmm. not, like, baby, 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 she's not, (laughs) (laughs) you know, she's not close to being passed out. And that way you, because, you know, it is tricky. And sometimes men do get accused of things, accused of rape, and Mm -hmm. they've never actually done it. Right. So that's where I think being, you know, are you, like, are you, you want to do this? Are you ready? And getting that. that It's almost forcing people now to get, like, receive the yes. Yes, Please. Exactly. It behoves you nowadays. Because you don't know, you might go home and she's going to wake up and, you know, is there like. Mm Mm-hmm. She exactly. never said she never said no. So not saying no, which brings up a question that I have is implied consent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you didn't say no and you're still going along with the flow, you know, because some women may feel like they're in a position where they've gone too far and now they're kind of afraid to back up back, back out of it. Yeah. yeah, and that's also uh, not a problem with but something we also need to address as women. Of course. There is never if you ever It's never too late. It's never too late. Right. Yeah. If you say no, and he and if you say no and he still keeps going, then at least you said no because mm-hmm. if you have to report him and you have to go to court, you said they're gonna, gonna ask, ask you. you. Yes. Yep. One hundred percent. And that's like with thirteen reasons why, like the situation with her character, she ends up getting raped and right. but she didn't say no technically. She didn't. Te- mm-hmm. Technically speaking, the words no did not come out of her mouth. Did she Absolutely. try to leave? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did she keep getting pulled back and forced to stay there? Mm-hmm. Yes. But did the right. words actually come out of her mouth? No, no. Mm-hmm. no, not at all. But and that doesn't even. A, but even if that happens, it does not make it your fault. I just want to say that it does not make it your fault at right. all. Right. At all. Um, you know, it it is also just watching this. It's important to consider for me. You know, as 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 a woman, as women, and you know, even guys too, because it's time for us to take all of our actions. You know be held accountable for everything. So I'm not going to say us as women and put it all on us like we have the responsibility mm-hmm. to make that decision when he's a grown man, he knows right from wrong. Exactly. He should be able to stop and say when things are going too far this just as much okay. as I am. But, you know, with all of that being said, no buts, just with all that being said, it's important to, to, to consider the fact that sometimes putting ourselves into situations, if we can pick up on it before, you know, I'm, you know, do you want to go up to his house at three o'clock in the morning because you know he's a guy he what he wants you know what i mean he that's not all guys you know but Mm -hmm. you can gauge you know the 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 person that you're with you know either you're dating him or you've been around him but you know what he wants at that time you know what i mean so not saying that if you go upstairs and you don't want it that it's your fault but maybe like babe i'll see you later yeah it's just avoiding the whole thing 
I just feel like it's very tricky. Very um, Because I, I, it's like I can see it because I do have a brother, and, you know. So I see how, you know, from the guy's perspective, like, I just didn't know. I was confused. Right. And right. she was giving me these signals. She never said no because that is a good example on 13 Reasons Why where it's like she never verbally said no, but it was clear that she did not want did to be not, there. Right. So um, I think it's very complicated, and that's why I just, for me, I always just stress, you know, you can never get too much consent. Like you can, you can never get too much. <laughs> Which consent. brings me to go ahead. I was saying that actually brings me to you know Joe's question. Like, so what if she has a rape role play fantasy? Like, how do you <laughs> no? Because like, how do you know? Like, I know, but yeah. And so and, and like so that's something, but that's a consensual thing. So and that's also a different like, especially with kinky sex. The whole point of kinky sex is safe, sane, and consensual. So everybody knows what's going down. Right. Mm-hmm. We definitely sober. And we're, yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. and we're talking about it. We talk about you know right. limits this is and everything beforehand. Right. And so you should like Maxine says have a safe word. Safe. Mike Pence might not want to be Mike which Pence. Which is like, what is the safe word? I like pineapple. Okay, safe. Okay, like okay. <laughs> no, since I had this conversation earlier with somebody, so safe word is basically a word that you might like that you could use in everyday conversation, but you might not. And it's something that when you say this, that means everything stops. You untie me. You get the hell off me, and we're yes. gonna t- sit here and talk about what went wrong and why I had to call that word. Right. Yes. I mean, yes. I, I get the safe word, but I don't get why you would ever say Mike Pence in a sexual situation. But why can't because, you just say no? Right? Because, because sometimes in the rape fantasy, because like because you can say no a lot, you but like you no right, a lot, right? Because right. it's a but rape you fantasy. won't be meaning it. Just start cussing. <laughs> just start cussing and just. I mean, technically, dirty talk is because technically, dirty talk is cussing. So I'm just like, I mean, okay. So my question for you, ladies, is if you had a safe word. What would it be? Oh, geez. Lord. I told you I was going to tell you, but I, I wanted to surprise you. So, surprise. That's a good question. I think about that. <laughs> what makes me uncomfortable? Right. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be something uncomfortable as much as something you will word. remember. And that, like, it's like. <laughs> oh, man. You know, like, you just, like, that person knows when you say it. I mean, freaking <laughs> business, like, at this point. You mean business. Like, mm. like stop, for real, Like, for real. stop. Voiced. <laughs> I did it! I hate that I word. Hate, I don't Whoa. mind that word, but why? That is oh, such gosh. a nasty word. It is. That's it, uh, not I my favorite. It's not my favorite, but I don't. I'm not. That's crazy not gonna about be. That's it. still not gonna be my safe word. Though. You know what my safe word would be? What my safe word would be? Lemonade. Only because lemonade is good. I know. But <laughs> this is my. This is You're my favorite. Right? Lemonade. Like, Number one, I'm a Beyonce stan, so let's throw that out there. And number two, that's like her female empowerment album. You know, like. I, you know, just you can't, I, you can't mess with this. Okay, and okay. I'm about to go okay. ham on you, and yeah. so I think that's what I would pick. Yeah. Wet socks. <laughs> Wet socks? I don't know. I, here's my biggest pet peeve, all right? What? My oh, biggest pet peeve is when I have on socks and I step on something wet, yeah. like a wet carpet, a wet floor, and now I got wet socks. So I'm angry. And if I want you to get from off on top of me, I'm angry, and you're not stopping, so I'm going to say wet socks. That's wet socks. That makes wet a lot of sense. It does, but wet she looks like I can't fall off the seat right now. I mean, you want to fall out laughing because, oh, my God. Wet okay. Socks. What what is yours? That's my safe word. What is your safe word? Avada Kedavra. Oh, Harry Potter. Killing curse. That means get the fuck off me. I get it. I get that. I get that. That Because first, if he doesn't, if he's never seen Harry Potter, he's gonna be like, what? First of all, first of all, first of all, if you haven't seen Harry Potter, why am I with you? Oh, good question. Good question. (laughs) He's not the one. He ain't. Not the one. He ain't. It's not him. It's not. It's not it. But. What I liked about this this episode in particular is the fact that Bobby, as a young black man, mm-hmm. realized that, okay, I could possibly have raped somebody. Yes. So I need to go first, find out if it happened. Secondly, if I did, I need to own up to exactly what I did. That's a grown man, that mature answer. So that was so amazing to and watch. And I love that because I feel big. like I really wouldn't expect that from Bobby if you look at him from the very beginning of the show and I feel like that shows a lot of growth in his character yeah. um, that he was like maybe I did do this and let me go reach out to her and right. see if this really did happen um, and I think that was just great to show the audience as well like if you're in that situation maybe that's something you should do to get clarity and kind of make sure nothing and this is why I love Bobby because he just never seems to amaze me like yes he just 99% of the time. <laughs> I don't know what world he's in and what he's talking about, but then he has these moments like this where he's like, oh, 
I know. It's just yeah, like sweet. It's very, like, very awesome. Sweet sweet and even in his dumb moments, it's like he has no malice. Yeah, he's, he's, I he's agree. very. He has. Very he innocent. has kept his very a very innocent, right. childlike he wonder has, about him in a very right. Peter Pan sort of way, mm-hmm. That's which is probably why he's the little older brother. This Makes is sense. true, but <laughs> for me, watching it, I was saying what a big thing to do. But I was clenching my teeth and so nervous for Bobby because what if. He, now, obviously, she we, we know that she said it wasn't. I just didn't enjoy it. Yeah, it was just whack. But what if he would have, what if that question, did I rape you? Would that have planted a seed in her mind? Like, like wait, did actually, now that you mention it. Not in their scenario, but in another scenario. But, like, in another mm-hmm. scenario, if this is another type of female, that's also, you also have to know what kind of female you just went on a date with. Cause sometimes How often I mean, do we know who we just... That is yeah. also true. I mean, if it's a drunken hookup, right, you may like, not know that person that well. Right. But I mean, but technically, apparently they had a lot in common before they got drunk. So, I mean, they, they're they they're very similar in they their did. stance a little bit. We found out before. Yeah, well, I true. was really However, nice. I mean, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm the girl and you're coming at me and you're saying you rape me, I'd have been like... My face right now. I'm just like I, I'm also trying to think of a good like response because I'm just like I can't like imagine somebody coming up to me and just actually I'm, saying the words. Just completely that. confused. I'm confused just listening I'm right. to you trying to like. I'm wait, confused like, trying to like figure it out. That's myself. why I'm just so like, nervous for him. Like, wait, you're gonna. And put then, it in then her you're mind. trying to explain to a woman what rape is. Right. At the right. same time, rape is when. <laughs> <laughs> rape is when. But then, like, but that could be the same situation with like the Stanford guy. First of all. Not, I would legit just like to say it's a race thing because halfway is, but like you get six months in jail. Oh yeah, because the judge don't want to mess up your career. Right, your career as a as a, as a, as a rapist. justice system. I mean, that's a whole long. That's a whole long conversation. <laughs> However, we don't have the time. For we don't have the time. But I wanted to, to touch to on it because of the that. fact that no, that certainly. that mm-hmm. that case. Right. That's a big deal right now about what consent is. Absolutely right. And having to face your crime. Yeah. A little bit. But he was slapped on the wrist for that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, And I think, you know, that's often what happens in real Mm -hmm. life in these kind of cases. If it's even reported in the first place, because a lot of times rape victims don't come forward. But if they choose to, a lot of times, you know, it's it doesn't always work out. Listen listen to this. I've got uh, a family friend who has a son. Uh, His son is a student athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, in college mm-hmm. and it's so crazy he and I um, were actually uh, discussing the Carmichael show um, after this episode and he told me get this that he has printed like consent forms for his son <laughs> to give like right before <laughs> I'm not mad <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at all Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like he's not just a beaver or anything, but yes, you like you yeah. better like have a consent form where we like what we both were like we understand what we're going into before. Right. I, I mean, it's kind of a shame we have to kind of Is do that, that so now. But I, I agree with it. I, I think that's amazing. You it know, there's actually a woman that actually goes around to locker rooms in colleges and high schools to talk to athletes about what consent is. We need. A, I think we need that in middle school right? as well. We not just. Yeah. It, it starts, Start first young. of all, it starts in middle school. Right. Personally, I think kids were watching porn and everything <clears throat> since middle school. So I feel like mm-hmm. that's something we really need to get that young. Right. So they like so they have that mindset of what right. what is consent, what is not consent. So they're actually mindful. <clears throat> because mm-hmm. some people obviously like especially in this day and age, we don't really know what we did could have been not consent right. and what we did could have been actually and wrong. And we as adults, like we're constantly like even it's just making me think of like you know the current times and social media like how we're constantly sexualizing children now with that picture with uh sierra and uh like a uh, baby future oh, and russell son. and mm-hmm. like how he was naked and she you know and was she partially uh i think she yeah she's pregnant um, her stomach i don't know if you're out. familiar with it she had a uh, a maternity shot a photo mm-hmm. shoot that she did and her son was completely naked. I think she was, don't quote me on this, partially naked. Yeah. But mm-hmm. social media lost it. They yeah, thought it was completely, I heard something about it. They thought it was completely Sexual. unacceptable mm-hmm. and it's such an, And I'm like... And it, 
I'm like she's. It's a maternity it's, shoot. It's a, it's a maternity shoot. Like and that's nobody said nothing about baby. Beyonce. Yeah, just, and it's her. Let's just let's just be real about it. nobody said nothing about Beyonce. Well, we're not gonna say nothing about Beyonce. We ain't gonna say yeah. nothing about Beyonce either. But I'm just mentioning <laughs> it for right. that fact. I'm just mentioning it for that fact. My, my beehive side will probably come out. So. I'm a beehive supporter. Trust and believe. But I'm just gonna. I'm just. I'm also gonna play devil's advocate and be right. like nobody said nothing about Beyonce. Right. So. I also feel like we as Americans and we always feel the need to judge other people's lives. Mm-hmm. I feel like people need to stay in your own lane sometimes. Stay in your own lane. To the destination for okay, TV that's the tune, guys, because we're about to, we're almost, we're done. This is like oh, our yeah. first. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> this is the good. first after show, season three, episodes yes. one, two, and three. Yes, man, yes. Support the troops and Grandma Francis. Ladies, would you like to close yourselves out by, you know, telling them, telling them who you are? So again, I am Shannon Clark, and you can follow me on all things social media at I am Shannon Clark. So excited to be covering uh, season three Carmichael show. Um, it always delivers, and I'm just happy about it. Okay, guys, my name is Marielle Turner, and you can find me on every social media platform at at Marielle underscore Turner. And yeah, I'm really excited about this season. I think it's going to be great. So yeah. yeah, I'm here for it. And guys, again, I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me tomorrow for Daytime Divas at six o'clock. And there's going to be a lot to talk about on this lunch hour, guys. So we will see you next week. It's going to be episode four, Shoot Up Able, and we you never know who's going to be here. You know. Never gonna see his mic pipe up. Never know. Hey, Never know. Gonna be? <laughs> and I'm so happy to be here with these lovely ladies. Oh. And we're happy to be here too. As am I. Bye guys. Peace. See ya. <laughs>